Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hard Nine Podcast. Today is February the 27th, and just like when 23 went to 45, he said two little words. We're going to change it, but we're back. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. He did say that. My um, just a little, say that. He said, I'm back, but I couldn't do that because that felt a little selfish. So, uh, look, we would like to apologize right off for the hiatus. I think it's been almost three weeks since we put out a podcast. That's like the longest we've ever gone. Um, unfortunately, about three weeks ago, my mother-in-law passed away, Caleb's grandma. That really sent everything into a spiral for a couple of weeks. We just sort of now got back to, to life. Um, we were back. I haven't. Right. We were back <laughs> home um, for... 10 days. My wife is already is still be, are gone back to Illinois now. Uh, then Caleb went to Austin. So there's been all kinds of things. Uh, we Like we've said it before, life gets in the way. This time life really smacked us in the face. Uh, thank you to everyone who reached out. We got, I got some really nice text messages from a lot of you. Thank you guys. I greatly appreciate that. Um, but we're back and we're hoping to now be back for good. Yeah, it's good to be back. And just as we're back, baseball is also back. So that's a big thing that's happening. Um, the Cardinals are back in spring training. A lot of good stuff's going on there. Um, it's nice. It's nice to be back in baseball season. It's well, I mean, climate change is hitting Champaign, Illinois, like a rock right now. It feels like summer, and it's February. I don't know what's going on here. Um, well, you might but get I'm snow tomorrow, it. right? Yeah, it's supposed to tornado tonight and then drop forty degrees. So that is it's climate change smacking us right back down. It did give us a few good days though. Um, yeah. I was kind of I was kind of pissed off that uh, three of the really great days we get in February um that like never happens was this weekend and i was in the south so i like picked a really bad day to get away from the cold bro you were in austin and you went to it terry really blacks cool. not one person feels sorry for you knowing you went to terry blacks it's amazing yeah that place yeah. is so i so i had never heard of it but i they were like were given like samples of their brisket so they could be like hey do you want this and i tried to, i legitimately gasped i couldn't believe what i was eating <laughs> that place is amazing if you ever get a chance go it's, it's on really my list. good where else where else did you hit for our Austin fans out there or our Austin future fans. Uh, I don't really know any of the bars names, but we went to a lot of, well, there was, there were a couple of bars we went to. that were like secret bars. We had to like have passcodes to get in. Woo! I felt like it was, they were like speakeasy style things. Like they mm -hmm. were like, it was very gimmicky, but the drinks are really good. Um, they pour, I was laughing because Chris was like, they pour their drink strong here. I was like, go to New Orleans. They don't. Um, <laughs> Come down here. Come down yeah, here. but it was really cool. And there were a couple of restaurants we went to. We went to a burger place that I got an avocado egg burger with like a burger. It was really good. Yeah. Um, I don't Austin, remember the other names. Like New Orleans, known for its food. Just different, obviously. Very good food. Everywhere we known, went was really good. Known for its beef, known for its barbecue. Cannot wait to go to Terry Black's. I think Franklin's is another one of the big barbecue places. There's two or three mm. of them. That are, I mean, there's a bunch, but there's like, is it Stubbs? Is that the other one, maybe? I, I think know. So. We only went to one. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's tons of them. Also I also had really good tacos. I said, get the brisket everywhere. Like, that's the key. Yeah, I also had really good tacos down there. I don't remember the name of that place either. Yep. Sorry. But they were really good. Um, good food. Um, I, I recommend going for, we also very clean city, very easy to travel around. It was fun. All right. Great to hear. Great to hear. It's on our list. Um, When you got back, the news dropped. Uh, Brandon Crawford is a St. Louis Cardinal. Um, I'm going to say this, and then I'll let you kind of go from there because I know you had a lot of things to say. I really like the move, not just on the surface, not just for the reason. I mean, obviously, it does sort of signal a question maybe about Tommy Edmond, maybe not. But if nothing else, we have talked on here many times, not a lot of shortstop depth in the organization. So JC moving to short probably full-time in Memphis, but, but mm, we'll you've got to give him some time. Like, you've got to give him some time 
Even if it's He's bad trying. translating, you got to give him some time, right? Mason Wynn, obviously going to be your shortstop here. But Brandon Brandon Crawford, to me, makes just a lot of sense to have that guy on the bench. But what it does make me do is really scratch my head on why the fuck Matt Carpenter is on this team. That's the only problem I have with it. Like, the, it's kind of similar to me, like, when we signed Kyle Gibson. And I was like, I like Kyle Gibson. I'm glad. I like he's. I think he's going to do a good job. He's going to serve a role here and probably help the team win some games. But I felt like that following Lance Lynn made it look weird. And I feel the same way about this. Like, for me, I like Mike Carpenter a lot. If you wouldn't have signed Matt Carpenter and you would have just signed Brandon Crawford, great. Like, I would have been even bigger of a fan of this move. The move on the surface I really like. I think you needed a guy that could play shortstop. So one of the things Ali and Mo talked about today was that allows Tommy Evan to stay in center field when he's healthy, which I like a lot. Stop moving guys around and wondering yeah. why your defense is inconsistent. I can tell you why. They don't know where they're playing ever. Like, that's where, that's why. And they're not getting any continuity. So I like that. I like that it seems like Donovan's going to be really the only roamer around the infield. And I, I like that aspect of that as well. And also Crawford, just a veteran guy, a really – like, he's he's won a lot. He's seen a lot. He's Three. A, he, yeah, he. I don't know. Two. He wasn't on 2010 team. Oh, okay. My apologies. I, are you sure? Yeah, it came up in 2011. I looked okay, at it. Okay. My today. apologies. I thought he was on ten. Okay. But he. But they play a big role in two of them and started shortstop every yeah. day. Um, I don't think I was going to say. Oh, I don't expect him to hit much. I don't expect him. But and I know they were really down on his defense last year metrically. But I know that I can put Brandon Crawford at shortstop for games, and he is going to not hurt me. Like, I know that. He's going to make the plays. He's going to do a fine job. I don't need him to be gold glove Brandon Crawford because he's not even going to get that opportunity unless there's an injury. So I like all of that. I just think Alec Burleson now can't be on this team. Like, even if Tommy's hurt, so Carlson's in center field, you need to replace Carlson with a righty. You can't have three lefties on your bench. And if everyone's healthy – there's literally no spot for Alec Burleson. So Alec Burleson's in AAA where he's traded because he cannot be on this team right now the way it's the way it's built. Well, here's he the question. If Tommy Edmond is hurt for an extended amount of time, and we still don't know that. That has not come out. Mm-hmm. Like, that has not been said from the organization. We just are trying to read the tea leaves. He's here. on his way back. Right. He might miss a couple um, of weeks, but it won't be but extended. He, I mean, if Edmond isn't on the opening day roster, Alec Burleson has to be your fourth outfielder, doesn't he? Or is it Brendan nope. Donovan? Uh, that's a good question. I would pick a righty. Find Ooh. a right-handed outfielder. Ooh. I hold on. Let me think. They, yeah, don't, they don't have anyone. They're not going to bring but, Victor Scott up unless he's going to start every day in center field. They're not going to. You do can't that. do that. I want to get. I'll, I want to get to that in a second. So table that for one second. But I don't think they're going to do that. Officially um, tabled. Okay, thank you. Um, yep. they, like Tommy Pham would have made more sense than Matt Carpenter on this team. You know what I mean? Like you. You would have made more sense on this team than Matt Carpenter. No, no, that's not true. Matt Carpenter serves a purpose. He's not completely like he, he does. If without Brandon Crawford, Matt Carpenter made a lot of sense. He does a lot of things that are going to help you from a, a guy that's not going to play much. You're going to have did you like the Atlanta Braves, their team? They have four bench guys that don't play. Okay. So it's fine if you have guys that don't play on your bench. Good teams do that. Most good if you're not, if you're a good team, a lot of guys on your bench aren't playing because the ones that are playing are good. So, so again, I fine. go back to the question though. Like it has to be Alec Burleson, which gives you three lefties on the bench. Because they, they it, it can't another... be though. Then, like it can't be. You got to find someone else. If whether that's signing a guy to uh, knowing that he might be gone soon, I don't know. Like for me, it's a it's a kind of the Matt Carpenter signing is a disaster. Are you? Like, it's so bad. 
Did you just say Taylor Motter is going to be the fourth outfielder for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2024? I did, I did that not say that. Said? I'd rather have Alec Burleson hitting against lefties. So, no, I didn't. But I mean, I, honestly, it's weird, like, though, they are, but I they don't are, know. The only other, the only guy down there is Luke and Baker. That's your only right-handed bat. Yeah, and you can't. He serves no he, purpose on this team. He serves no purpose in your outfield, and he's not going to play first. Well, yeah. I swear right. to God, if I see Luke and Baker running around the outfield, that Wilson Contreras can be your fourth outfielder. I, mean, I don't know. I don't. There's I don't not know. a guy. It has to be Donovan then, and that's fine. Donovan can be your fourth outfielder until Carlson's back, and maybe that is what. Maybe the move is Luke and Baker is going to be up for a right. few weeks, and then Donovan's acting as your fourth outfielder, and things yeah. are fine because we're okay with putting Gorman a second every day if you have to. Yeah, that's that, that's actually that works. I think that's that works. The only one that makes sense because you're not going to put Baker in the outfield. Obviously, you're not going to bring Victor Scott up if he's not playing every day. By the way, hey, we can table this too, but. Rumors are swirling that Jackson Holiday might make the Orioles' opening day roster. That would be he's projected to. That would be. I'm. I'm. I'm here for it. I'm hoping it happens. We don't have to get to that right now, but that had to come out of the brain because it. Yeah. So Alec Burleson, like, well, I mean, he wasn't very good last year. He wasn't horrible, but he wasn't very good. And I'm wondering if, like, I have a couple questions here. One, did they know that they wanted a backup shortstop when they signed Matt Carpenter? Like, did they know? I don't know the answer of that because you would yeah. think – because I remember saying that a backup shortstop made a lot more sense at the time than Matt Carpenter. And if you did know, then I don't get the Matt Carpenter signing. But maybe it's a case where they didn't know because they thought Tommy would be able to do that. And then now he's set back and they're starting to panic a little bit. Um, knowing that if Tommy's out for three weeks, that means maybe someone has to play every single day if you don't have someone else here. So maybe that's just what it is. But also, like, would Nick Ahmed make more sense because he's at least right-handed – like at least he gives you that platoon advantage. Like, I what did he's he already signed? From, what did he get from San Francisco? Did I you think he got it? a minor league deal? Okay, yeah, and because I, I got am a major league deal. by that. Yes, yes. Like, oh, let me make sure that that's right. He might have got a major league deal. At the very least, I don't think he's going to be making let, vastly more than. Let Crawford. me ask you this too, and we've talked about this a little bit. Uh, terrible at times. Forty man roster construction. Explain to me if you go out and sign Brandon Crawford why Jose Fermin is still on your 40 man roster. Um I'm okay with that. There's there's other players that I would have off before Jose Fermin because at least he can yeah, play all that. Get rid of guys that I don't think you necessarily needed to get rid of. Like who? Well, Gomez potentially. He's he's still hitting the organization. Oh, that and who was didn't wasn't there a pitcher, right? It was a Juniga. Yeah, yeah, but he was like he had like a seven point five year. I get it, I get it but I'm like, who is who has maybe a more upside? A guy who throws hundred and one or Jose Fermin? Yeah, but I think it's them wanting to keep their forty man twenty twenty possession players pitchers. That's what it is. So I mean, that is why they. I mean, you wanted an answer. That's why they do it. Like whether yeah. you agree with that or not. Like right. nineteen twenty one. Like that's not a big difference either. Nick Ahmed, but, yes, would have made sense. I agree. He's a minor league deal too, which yeah. I like. Like you gave, like he's, I don't know. I don't understand that. Well, I like Crawford a lot, but. Did I misunderstand that the, did the Cardinals give Crawford a minor league deal also? Major league. That's what they said on MLB Network this morning. Well, they were wrong. It's a major league deal. Okay. I thought, I thought so too, but I heard that. And maybe I heard the Ahmed thing and I missed what they were saying. Yeah. Because people like, people are like, well, maybe it's a minor league deal. Why would Brandon Crawford, he would just retire. Like, why would he do that? Yeah. Agreed. I agree. Um, I, I'm happy he's here. Like, I'm fine with that deal. Uh, it does make you question like what the, the severity of Tommy's injury is, but even still what one way or the other, like, I like the idea of Tommy, you're not a shortstop anymore. You're a center mm-hmm. fielder. I love yeah. that. That's what it should be. Like let yeah. Mason win play shortstop six times a week. Brandon Crawford once, you know, like 
I'm okay with Brandon Crawford getting a Sunday, a Thursday and a Sunday start in a week Bingo. against a righty. Cool. Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. He might, and, he, and there might be a stretch. Would it surprise you if he has a stretch where he's good? He's playing every day for a couple of weeks. No, that wouldn't shock uh, me. Like Brandon yeah, Crawford, that I would no, not. Brandon like Crawford's that. a really good major league player. So if there's a week where Mason wins a little banged up and you have to run okay. Crawford out six times, cool. And okay, he might hit you. well and then earn some more pinch hit opportunities or something. And that's fine. Like, I hope that's what happens because that means he's playing well. But even if he doesn't, He's a guy that you know if there's a time where Mason Wynn gets hit in the hand and he's out for two or three games because of it, you can, you have a guy that's going to be able to not hurt you when he goes out there. Right. Like he's right. going to go out there. He's going to make every play, and he and he might come up with a big hit. Like that's not surprising. He's done that a lot against the Cardinals. So um, I like it. I like Brandon Crawford a lot just in general. He has really cool – His like his hair is great. He has really good flow. He has good style on the field. I like it. At least he's a more like – Matt Carpenter, is, I love Matt Carpenter. He's kind of boring to look at. So I at least Brandon Crawford is going to be cool to look at in that That's jersey. Awesome. Um, he does. Okay, one thing we haven't talked about that was kind of big news a little bit ago, but as <laughs> every news cycle as it moves on, um, and does always just – it seems like every time he talks, it makes me question a lot of things. And I love him on the field, and I love everything that he does, and I'm glad that he's here. But the Nolan Arenado comments just continue to make you scratch your head when he does an interview and speaks out. It really does. Yeah. Well, specifically what he said was young guys were overrunning the clubhouse, not in a bad way, which like you're saying it was bad. So you can yeah. say it on a bad way, but you want to be saying it in this way if it wasn't bad to you. Um, and that they needed more veterans because him and Goldie weren't vocal. And then the next day he did come out and say to Jim Hayes that like he, he wants to be more vocal. It's something he's working towards, but um, that he was recognizing he's not really that guy right now. So that's at least he has some self-awareness in that aspect. Um, I, I don't like the comments. I don't think it makes much sense because he's kind of said the team was really young. It wasn't all that young. Like the Orioles were doing just fine. They're significantly they younger than the Cardinals. Games. Yeah. And for me, like I've, I had multiple questions when this, when this came out, and this is a long ago now, but one, why did you guys let this happen? Why did you let them overrun the clubhouse? Like why? How does not one of you stand up and say, hey, enough? Like not one, not one of you. Wainwright, where were you? I don't, I don't care that you I don't care that you were hurt. You've been playing for 20 years. Like and you, Wilson Contreras might have been that guy, but you didn't let him do that. Um, Goldie, you know, Miles Michaelis, Nolan, all these guys. Tommy, not one of you I mean, Tommy's been in the league for five years. Yeah, but that's not Tommy's job. He's not the superstar of the team. I, I understand that neither is Miles or Wayno at that point in time, but I understand like there are guys who I get it, but for a while. he has been around long enough. But all the young like, was there early on. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a plenty of guys that could have done it. Um, even like one of the younger guys, if there was a problem, I don't know. But my my biggest problem with it was, like, what are young guys like Brendan Donovan? One of the big storylines of this offseason has been him ascending into that leadership role. That's been talked about by a lot of guys. Mason, when I think talked about it again yesterday, like how much he looks up to Brendan Donovan and the way he plays. And there's been a lot of stuff about that. So what does that say to guys like Donovan, guys like Walker, that are coming into their own, that want to take that leadership role? And now you're seeing your guys say, young guys are taking over the clubhouse, and that's a problem. I don't like that part of it more than anything else. More than the how old the team actually was versus how old Nolan thought the team was. Take away all that. That's whatever. But that part of it to me, I'm like, well, dude, what are you saying? And even I do think sometimes he says things that, Maybe he doesn't really mean how they come off because he has a camera shoved in his face and he's not a public speaker. But even then, I just hate I hate that. I think it's Every it's just time. bad. I don't like it. 
you know what teams don't have this problem? Teams that win. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's end of story right there. Teams that win and have a winning culture don't have this problem. That makes me really concerned about the culture of that clubhouse, even still. Not anymore. Not anymore. Hope like, not. Hope not. Well, well, Dad, they have Brandon Crawford, Matt Carpenter, Sonny Gray, Miles Michaelis, and uh, not Miles Michaelis, sorry, Kyle Gibson and Leslie. If that doesn't solve the leadership problem, I, I get don't know it. what but can. Yeah, a lot of those guys are out. Like, this is their, they're new to the, the clubhouse. Like, I know Carpenter's been there before. It I doesn't know, matter. It like, doesn't matter. I, ho- I hope you're right. So, what you're telling me is there are now no excuses. Zero excuses. There weren't, and I, I don't think there should have been any excuses last year, but now there we definitely agree. aren't. We agree. Um, but I do want to say one thing because there was a topic that I want, I forgot we should have talked about. Sonny Gray made his first start today. Um, looked fine. It was who cares? First spring training start, two innings, didn't give up a run. Okay. Um, did you see his bullpen where he was like yelling at himself and like yeah, saying, yeah. Like, I loved that. I love that. And there was a cool story that Derek Gold talked talked about in his podcast. He said something about um how they went then his Sonny's first live BP, he was facing, I don't I don't know who he's facing, but he, Wilson was catching him and Wilson was calling pitches. And there'd be pitches that Sonny didn't like. Like it would be like a slider when he wanted, you know, like um a sinker or something like that. He said Sonny was like coaching him through it, like, hey, I like what you're thinking, but this is what I'm thinking. So don't do that. And he was like the hitters were confused because Sonny was just yelling fastball. Like, like he was like, This is what I'm throwing. Like and so I like that. I think Sonny's really hit the ground running when it comes to the leadership, just like from what I've seen. And I think he's going to be a really good leader of the staff, even if, you know, he's not the Cy Young version of himself or a runner up, I guess. But I like what I've seen from him so far. And I think they went the right way by bringing him in. I would buy a Jersey if MLB didn't absolutely fucking ruin them. How? Oh my gosh. How? Oh, that, they, Dad, they I can't even talk about that. This. Right? They're going to fix that. Am I correct? No, like, they're not. They're, why would, why would they, why would they fix it? How can you be that tone deaf and that they look like, bro, you had nicer jerseys on your 12 and 13 U team. Yeah. And you know, want to hear the craziest part of it, other than the fact that the Panthers see through and we literally saw, I'm not going to say their names. because I don't want you guys to look it up because those poor guys don't need that out there anymore. Yes. We literally saw multiple players balls. Like those were yes. out. We saw them. Um, What's all over which, by the way, wear better underwear. Also, wear better underwear. Like, why we shouldn't be able to see that? I think even a lot of if players these are don't bad. wear underwear. I think that's the well, problem. I, I can tell you one player that definitely doesn't, but I won't. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, and the fact that the numbers are all the letters are all weird, and they look they're, like the cheap ones like, you get at jersey giveaways. Yes, or slow pitch softball. You want to hear the biggest joke of it all? Brandon Crawford doesn't have a jersey because they're behind on manufacturing. Yes. So he's wearing number 35. I think they said they're going to have to give him like a number in the 60s to start. Um, and Keenan Middleton, everyone thought he was number 99 for the first literally like two and a half weeks of spring training. And then he showed up wearing number 93 because that's the number he originally picked. It, but they just didn't have it yet. It had been like oh, it had been like over a month since he had signed it's, until he got his jersey. Obviously, I'm not expecting you to know this question or this answer, but you might. Is this a Nike problem? Or is this an MLB problem or both? Because remember last year, Fanatics. Carlos couldn't wear the light blues for the first two months because they were behind. Mm-hmm. Remember? Are we not? Do yeah. we have a problem with a guy who's supposed to be ordering jerseys for St. Louis that he's not doing his job? Like, <laughs> no, it's not DH gate. Like in January, you'll have them by March. It's not him. The the fanatics. So so the way that the jerseys are working, from my understanding, I could be a little bit off here, but this is what I have read and heard is that Nike is paying basically for their logo to be on it. And to be like a Nike Vapor jersey, it's like that's just the, the design. But Fanatics is the one that actually produces, makes, and designs all the jerseys to send them out. And they have to be okay by Nike and everything. So it is Fanatics that's actually running the show. 
and they've messed up jerseys a lot of the time. So like I don't locker, know. like this is hilarious. Like a store at the mall is like running MLB like jerseys. That is hilarious. That that dude, by the way, who owns Fanatics, is worth like over a billion dollars. I mean the the company. Oh is, yeah. yeah. Oh easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's not. I don't know if it's them cheaping out. I think they're just like. I don't know who looked at those those the lettering. I can't get over it. The lettering no. just looks so bad. Like look at the William McGee jersey behind you. I know that. Why would you have to change that? That's the H gate, by the way. That's yeah. how good they did. It is fanatics. Thank you for that's from talking about my that's flaw. from China. That costs thirty dollars from China. You're charging three hundred dollars from American made stuff that yeah. looks worse than that. Explain. Yeah. Can I get can, if I go to DH gate right now? Can I get last year's jerseys? Will it make? I was I, wondering that too because I was going like, to buy a Gorman one. I want the twenty three version. I think I'm just waiting till 2025 because I think they'll have to fix it because they're I going to see drops in their like. jersey sales. They're going they're to. Literally, they literally look like like it should say 69 and Fat Joe on it, like that <laughs> the, the guy playing first base at the beer league softball on Friday. Or night. the guy, or the guy that shows up with like a number one grandpa shirt he got from like a a day that was a Cardinals giveaway. His dad and one, yes, or grandpa, yeah, something like that. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, before we move on to the Cardinals. And come back to you. I just kind of want to hit on this. Obviously, Cody Bellinger signs with the Cubs. We saw that. I think that mm-hmm. was we. I mean, I, I don't think he had many other options, but I think we kind of knew that he had no other way. options. Right. Um. Lot of, two opt outs. I think I read correct. Two opt outs there. But mm-hmm. are you still shocked? No Jordan Montgomery. No Blake Snell. No Matt Chapman. No J D Martinez. No Adam Duvall. I mean, those are five big Adam, names. Just throw Adam Duvall in there with the other four. I, well, that, I mean, you're talking about a former all-star not too long ago. He's a good player. He was a good guy last who was in the home run derby, a guy who hit 30 home runs in, for Atlanta two years ago, three years ago, two mm. years ago. Want to go glove, like, too. Correct. Like, I yes, that is a guy I am shocked that is not on a big league roster right now. Um, Tommy Pham hasn't even gotten an offer, according to him. So, yeah, it is weird because, like, especially the top three, I mean, top four you named – um, it's strange, but that's what Boris does. I think a lot of people are misreading this though. But like, it's like, oh, Boris does this every year, and he does. Like mo- every couple of years, he'll have you know two or three guys out on the market, but they ultimately get paid what they are worth. I don't see that this year. I don't see Snell getting what he wants. I don't see Monty getting what he wants. Um, and I really don't see JD Martinez getting what he wants. Like, so I just and Matt Chapman, there's no way. Like, who needs a third baseman? Can I ask you a question? J.D. Martinez would have been a nice fit here in St. Louis. He has to play every day. Like, he's too good not to. That can't be your almost every day. I mean, D.A. You want Gorman to play every day? Because if you do, then no. You not? I mean, J.D. Martinez. I mean, yes, I do. But are do you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not in on J.D. Martinez. Hard. Okay. All right. Like, and I, I think he's a really, really great hitter. But the problem is 2022, he looks like he was, like, on the outs. In 2023, bounce back. I've seen a, this happen a few times. Brandon Crawford, um, who we were just talking about, Correct. where they seem to have like one last hurrah where they're great again, and then it just it's gone again. So yeah. I'm a little bit worried about that. Um, got a got a feeling that Montgomery ends up with a shorter year, higher AD in Boston, right? Like, it I has mean, to be. He's almost begging them to sign him. No, yeah, not almost. He is. <laughs> and then don't it's you weird? Blake Snell ends up in in with the Angels, right? Like, I don't know. That's just. They're gonna sign him like that. Makes I don't know. I, I don't know what. I don't know, man. Like you know, who should go after him if it's a short term deal? The Orioles. They lost I mean, Kyle Boris, Bradish. Boris is a season ticket holder in L.A. with the Angels. That just seems to me to make a lot of sense. That's where Blake Snell ends up. I have no idea where J.D. Martinez ends up. 
Yeah, the I mean Blake Snell is weird though because for the Angels because they have like already three lefties in their rotation. You want four? I don't think so. Um, I mean, you need yeah, one that's number one. Jay Martinez, I don't know. I think Mets. I've heard. I I honestly like Jay Martinez had a great year last year, but I also just like whatever where he goes, he goes. Matt Chapman's interesting to me because like if I'm him. I think I'm taking a one-year deal to go back to Toronto and I'm resetting my market because he had such a bad second half last year that if he can just be an 8-10 OPS guy with the defense he's always shown, then he's going to get paid a lot. But the risk of that is Alex Bregman's a free agent last year, so yeah. he'll once again be the second most sought-after third baseman, right. and that could be tough, but I don't yeah. know. By the way, also Adam Duvall, would, but instead of Matt Carpenter, would have been a nice fit here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, a guy like a guy like Duval is not at the end of his career. Well, maybe he might be. I don't know. Um, he's gonna want to play every day so he can get more money. Again he's working out at Louisville. Yeah. Have you talked to Riley? Like, get give it, get us. I some haven't. Insight. He went to Louisville, one of the best hey, players Louisville ever. I know. Hey, Riley, let me know what how Adam Duval is because he's there every day working out with them. How are you doing well? Um, so far, let's talk about this. So as we uh are to through essentially just the first week of games, which by the way, Bally Sports show all of them. What are we doing? It's yeah, freaking. It. It's not just Bally Sports though, because I tried to go on MLB um, TV to watch the game today, and I was going to go through the Boston feed because I like their announcers, and I, I knew they weren't on I the card, and they weren't showing it either. NBC yeah, was, so wasn't showing the, it. Was it? It was two days NBC. ago. NBC Monday. Monday, I tried to watch the Cardinal game, and I have literally every channel in the world. Like you know that we have every channel in the world. The Cardinal Astro game wasn't even on. I couldn't get it through mm-hmm. the Astro feed or the Cardinal feed or anywhere else. It was unbelievable. Nope. Anyway. Through, through the first week, anything, obviously, this is overreaction for no reason. But anything that stood out to you that you've really liked? Anything that stood out to you that you went, oh, that's nice to see? Or anything that has stood out to to you where you said, ah, I don't really definitely love that? I've got three things to come to mind. Okay. I asked three questions, so that's great. Okay, they're not, they don't answer all your questions. They're all positive, actually. Because the spring training might as well be positive. I got three things. One, Mason Wynn. Actually, well, I'll combine the first one. So I got two things. Mason Wynn and Victor Scott are very exciting to watch play baseball. And whether or not they end up being amazing productive production-wise this year or not, I don't really care. They're a lot of fun to watch. I very much enjoy those two. That like they really are like it's kind of like a cop out to say YD ball and throw the lump those two into that conversation. Cause I almost think that's just comparing one to Willie McGee and the other one to Ozzy, and that's not fair. But I do think they are a throwback in terms of like just pure athleticism and, you know, not just using your raw tools on the field as much as possible. Um, so I enjoy those two. And my last thing is Cooper Jerpy was throwing 93 today. And he was like topping out 89, 90, almost most of last year. And dude, he is, he has 70% whiff rate today. Like if he can figure that out and stay at that velocity, man, he's going to be exciting. And he could end up being the number one pitching prospect, even over hence or Roby. Cause he has that much potential. So those are a couple of things I've noticed, but nothing. And Riley O'Brien looks really good. He'll probably make the bullpen. I, I think we we were hopeful of that. Like we had heard that. It's nice to see him. That sinker is filthy. Fast too. Turbo sinker. Um, win the other day, three for three, stolen base, and an absolute dart of a throw from shortstop. It's insane. His arm is mean, insane. It the the ceiling. I think I I think again, the ceiling continues to maybe grow or raise, or rise, whatever you want to say there. I think we thought the ceiling was maybe lower for him. I, I think, Well, I think a lot of people did. 
I think a lot of people did. I think that ceiling might continue to just be expanded with each year that he grows and just gets more confident and more playing time, obviously. Yeah. It all just depends on how honestly he just needs to he needs to get bigger, if we're being honest. If he's gonna consistently hit the ball as hard as he needs to, he needs to get bigger. Um Lindor had a similar thing where he just needed to get bigger. Um, and he did that and now he's Lindor. I don't I'm not saying he's going to be Lindor, but you know what I mean. Um and Victor Scott today, another fun stat, hardest hit of the game. Hardest throw in the game and fastest sprint speed. <laughs> so that, that's fun. He like the, we get, you got two, you got two of the most toolsy athletic prospects they've had in my lifetime right now, and it's pretty exciting. You're gonna, I, I'm gonna talk your mom into going. So if you want to come down, we can go. Uh, you meet us halfway, obviously. Well, you meet us in Memphis. Uh, I want to go to Memphis for a weekend and go to a couple games because I really want to see Victor. I want to see Thomas. Might get Burley there. Might get Luke and Baker there. Might get, you know, who knows who's going to be there. And then that pitching staff should be really, really fun. They have like 12 starters. I don't know how they're going to divvy that up. I, um, I had one who's more that, thing for you. Hold on. Who's the manager at AAA right now? I don't know. You just caught me in something I have Probably no idea something about. you should have known. Why didn't you know it? Know that. I feel like we should know that. You finish and I'll find that out because I feel really dumb for not knowing that. Okay. The last thing I wanted to say, not say, the, something I wanted to ask you about, because it's a conversation that – as Victor continues to look good and do exciting things on the field, the conversation is going to continue to come up on whether or not he has a chance to make the team out of spring training. I wanted to ask you if you, one, you think he has a chance and two, you think he should have a chance. Those are my two questions for you. I'm sorry. I, I literally lost all focus there. Ben Johnson. Okay, dude, just get off of it. No one cares. <laughs> Matt ben Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Ben Johnson. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll so start over that again. I apologize. Now that we know the manager of the team we're not covering. Um, <laughs> we might be who knows we might be soon. i guess yeah maybe we're gonna have to if you keep doing shit like that okay here's <laughs> here's what i'm gonna say all right victor scott as he continues to have success and and do cool things like we just talked about people are going to keep saying he should make the team or asking if he should or not i have two questions for you listen closely i got um, you. i'm on it okay one should he have a chance to make the team and two do you think he has a chance to make the team so those are two different questions go um should he have a chance? Yes. I think anybody at spring training, if they are, if they show they are ready, i.e. Jackson Holiday, right, should have a chance. Do I think he need, it would behoove him to get 40 to 50 potentially or more games at AAA? Yes, I do believe that that would be good for him to go ahead and start the season at AAA. But do I believe that if he comes out and just absolutely goes crazy, that you should say, hey, maybe, yes, I do believe that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't agree with you, but yeah, I, what you said makes sense. I don't agree, and here's why. This is my only reason why. Not because, one, I don't think he can play his way into it. All of that, fine. A lot of people are using Tommy Edmonds' injury as a reason for this. My biggest problem with that specifically is Tommy Edmonds will be back in, like, at the most a month, but probably three weeks, two weeks after the season starts, if he's even out at all. Are you just going to send Scott back down when Tommy's back? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, wouldn't you rather have Carlson for two weeks? Like, for me, there's no – they're not going to bench Tommy Edmond. Like, like whether or not you think they should or it makes sense, they're not going to do it. So what's Victor Scott's role if there's no injury? Like, there's not. He's going to have to go I, back down, and I don't want that to happen. I agree with that. I just don't like the way you phrase that. You're right, but I don't like the fact that no matter how fucking good Victor Scott is, he it doesn't matter because they're going to play Tommy Edmond. I don't like that. It's That's also again, like not what I'm at a point – I'm at a point of spring training where I just don't care. I agree. 
That's why I, I mean, think Taylor Motter made the team last year because he was good in spring training. I I've stopped caring. I don't no, care if you're I the agree. best player in the world. I remember one year we did our first fantasy draft together, Dad, and we drafted like Anthony Bastardo because he looked good in a game and for the Pirates or something. I don't think, I don't think I've ever drafted Anthony Bastardo. We did. We did. And you're like just kind of look. No, you know who it was? I uh, know. Don't, don't pawn that off on me. Was, you were was, getting ready to pawn that off on me. No, it was Dominic Brown. That's who it was. Okay, the, remember now the we're Phillies outfielder. Yes. And I, I drafted Anthony Bestardo once. That was okay. me. Um, Dominic Brown is who it was. Um, I don't care, dude. Like, I don't, I don't at all. I'm sorry. And even these people that are like, oh, this guy had a great spring and this team's using service time manipulation to keep him down. Well, not really. Like, Jordan Walker was great for the first half of last spring, bad for the last half of it. And we brought him up and then sent him back down. Like, I, I just. Yeah. You're talking to the guy who fell in love with Willie Mopena. Austin Kearns, Billy Butler, and um, Billy Butler, Austin Wilson every year in fantasy. Those were the guys I had to have. And the shortstop for the Angels, I cannot remember his name right now. Somebody will get me on this. Okay. Who at AAA just went crazy every year at 50 home runs and then came up to the big leagues and never did anything. So yeah, I, just, I, I yeah. think Victor Scott should be a AAA. Yes. I don't, I just like, what, like, what's, what's, what could he do to impress enough to say that he has earned the chance? over the five years that Tommy Edmond has done has put in to earn his. So so let me ask you this then. What does it take to get him on the big league roster? Final an injury. Question. Okay. That's it. It's an injury. It's an injury even that makes that Tommy would... Edmond be an infielder or or move somewhere. That's that's what it would be. But wouldn't even that injury mean Dylan Carlson then becomes your center fielder? Not if not if you think that Victor's a better option at that okay. point. You could platoon him. If but yet we to. have an injury now, and that's not going to do it. You're saying it was because Tommy's going to be back. Okay, like, soon. Okay. What but it would take an if, injury. What if Victor makes the team? Tommy's out a month, and he's like setting the world on fire for a month. What What would you do? Then you Then you figure Tommy something. Then you would trade have to someone. Bench. You make a trade. Yeah, you'd have to. I think you're right, but not a lot. Or, of no, actually, you know what you do? You DFA Brandon Crawford, and Tommy Edmonds now your backup shortstop. There you go. That's a there we or go. Or he moves it straight into shortstop and makes the win goes down if he's not performing. There we that go. would be a what but I don't think he makes the team. Like I just don't think it makes any sense. Yeah. I, I don't he might be ready. I don't think he is offensively. I think there's still some stuff he needs to go through a triple A. Just like you're gonna be placing more facing more refined pitching, uh, more lefties probably. Like he needs to get better at some of that stuff. I think after the Jordan Walker debacle at the beginning of the year last year, the way they handled that, they're not gonna my hope is they're not gonna do that again with Victor Scott. That's my hope. Yeah. Like, and I honestly – like last year if they were winning, I don't think they send Walker down. I think that was purely a panic thing. Um, but, yeah, another aspect of all this stuff we've talked about, including Crawford and all this, is that they are actually making a concerted effort to do what they said and give guys – like um, what am I trying to say? Continuity in where they're playing every single day. Like I don't know what that means for platoons because we know they like their platoons. Um but we just talked about they don't even have that many righties, so you can't like right. platoon Gorman, Donovan, and Newpar. You just can't. You don't have the guys to do it. But I, I do like that. I like that they're going to go out there at least for the first month. Like if it's the first month and Nolan Gorman just looks awful against lefties, then yeah, you you have to you have to take that into consideration and move him off of that. But I do like the idea that, hey, you just saw what the Braves did. You know, they have guys out there every day. I'm not saying they have Atlanta Braves players. But find out, man. Find out what Gorman, Donovan, and Newpar can do against left-handed pitching. If it doesn't look good, it doesn't look good. But what if it does and you just find three guys that you can plug in every single day? What if Donovan can be a leadoff hitter against both sides, against righties and lefties? You don't know because you haven't let him try. So I really hope that's the place they're getting to now. I agree. 
I agree. Um, a couple other things before we get out of here. Uh, shout out to you and the UI7. Is that right? UI7 News. You got to go check out Caleb. One, first week, he wore a suit that made him look like David Byrne from the Talking Heads. That thing looked like it was about 40 it was huge. sizes too big. I was, so, I was sweating, too. It was so hot. I'm not wearing that thing again. Uh, Caleb has been covering the University of Illinois tennis and killing it. Also now doing baseball. Also doing well there. So look at you. You're now a TV spokesperson. I, I was in the bathroom for 20 minutes yesterday before the show started trying to put a tie on, and I just gave up. You can win no tie. Smart move, by the way. I, no one should. I don't understand why we're still wearing ties in 2024. I would have looked better, but I didn't. I, I can't do it. it. Like I was most, following videos step by step, and it wasn't working. Most oh, first of all, so easy. Like over, around, under, through. That's I, it, it was backwards every time. I don't know what but I was to doing. Be fair, wrong. To be fair to you, I still either have to a, which I only wear these like once every ten years. I either a have to watch the YouTube video again, or b I just undo them and then lift them over my neck, so I never have to retie them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so you well, can kind of pull it down enough to get it's over. Gonna be, it's going to be hard to do that when you can't tie it the first time, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I agree. But I just go no tie. Like, first of all, I don't know why we're still wearing this. Most overrated accessory in any person's um, wardrobe. I don't even think they look that good either. No, like, they're terrible. Whatever. whatever. They're garbage. Yeah. And they're a ripoff. They're so expensive. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I stole it from Grandpa. I don't own any ties. I just stole mine from my Grandpa. Anyway, go check Caleb out on the UI7 News. It's really good stuff. And also, if you're a tennis fan, there you go. University of Illinois tennis, very good. Baseball, we'll see. One today. One today. Well, they played Eastern. Yeah. And I found out like they hadn't beat him in like five years. That's sad. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> um, anything else? Blues lost tonight. Anything else we need to get to before we get out of here? Not the Blues, because I don't want to talk about them. Pels um, won. Pels won at the Knicks. Finally, after two bad games, destroyed the Knicks tonight. Yeah, that, I think that one was for Stephen A. Um, yeah, yeah, bro, that guy. Let's, right let's in not. It. Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Um, yeah, no, let's not. He has a lot of power in the industry. I want to go into, so we're not going to. No, get no, into no. Big, first of all, big fan of Stephen A. Just really misguided in what he said, and that that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I think Antonio Daniels handled that very well. I'm he a big did. fan of him. That's love um, that I don't have. I don't know if I have anything else for the Cardinals. Like. Wait and see. Sometime we need. We're gonna get back into the profiles, but I think we're gonna do like maybe three more and lump people, lump people together, just Smart. to make it make more sense. Yes. Um. I I don't know where we're gonna go after that. Like if something happens, we'll talk about it. Like knock on wood. Hopefully an injury doesn't happen. One noteworthy thing is Stephen Matz is like I haven't heard anything about him. Like I they they like said they're holding him back a little bit. So that's always something that I like. That's what they said about Miles Michaelis, and then he was out for like the entire year. Right. So that is something I'm like at least monitoring is the how little I've heard about Matt and Michaelis is to see if there's anything there. There might not be, but it's worth at least paying attention to. Agreed. Um, yeah, I'm sweating. It is, so you want to hear one before we go? You want to hear something stupid? This place puts heat locks on your on your thermostats. It is 70 degrees outside, and it's 74 in here, and I think I'm gonna die. I have it set it on six. I have it set on 65 degrees right now. And it's it's seventy four in here. It's just not working because they're overwriting it. Dude, I swear, this shirt's gonna. I'm not gonna be able to wear a shirt ever again. It's probably shrinking. <laughs> it's probably shrinking. I'm well, sweating so much. Tomorrow it's gonna be like forty there or thirty. So, yeah, and then it's gonna like it's gonna cold lock or something stupid, and it's gonna actually go down to sixty five. It'll be sixty five. Shut you off, and you'll be freezing. I'd rather be sixty five than seventy four. Yeah. I really would. Agreed. Anytime. I'm about to open the door and go stand out there in the tornado we're about to get. 
I would do so. Hold up one of those golf clubs. Oh, yeah, you want me to die? That's nice. Well, I need, should I, I stick a knife in the outlet too? Is that what you want? No, I wouldn't do that. I would, by the way, this man didn't know that there was an, a G, what is it, a GFI on your thing to click to get power back. You were just going to go with no power around your sink for the rest of your life. No, it's not that I didn't know that that was a thing. I just like there. So the way it works is there's like, whoa, the one, is, the one is way over there. What? You did not know it was a thing. I knew what they were. I had to reset it all the time in our bathroom at home. But there was one over there and that has it. And it's like way far away. And the three here that are connected don't have one. So I just never went over there and looked. And it's like right okay. by the bridge. Well, we're safe now. So that's good. Yeah, I'm charging my phone with it now, actually. Okay, good. Glad to hear. All right, let's get out of here. Okay, um, wait, before we go. Oh, God. Brandon Crawford, give me a give me a letter grade on the Brandon Crawford signing. I mean, it's a B. B, wow, okay. I'd go C, I mean, that's fine. I mean, that's like the most average signing I think you could ever make in your life. It makes sense, so that's why I would give it a B. I guess he's not bad. C plus, how about that? Yeah, that's fine. B minus, C plus, I don't, I don't Will he make a positive impact or will he be DFA'd? TBD. I know. I wanted. To, I want a prediction. I, I have no clue. I. I mean, I. Okay, I can't but that's that the, well, None of us have any clue what's going to happen in the I future. But I want you to guess. Five hundred at bats. Him and Carpenter. Combined. Come each. That's way too much. Way too much. Um, <laughs> five hundred combines too much. So do do you do you think there's going to be like people are worried about this? This is the last thing we can get into, and then we can go. Um, that he's going to play too much. Do you think that might end up being an issue? I don't think so. I think the only way that happens is if Mason mightily struggles, or if he gets hurt. I think that's what will only- your what will your reaction be the first time the first time it's a ninth inning and Mason Wins coming up to bat against a tough righty and Brandon Crawford comes in to pinch it because it's going to happen. <laughs> Let's Click. turn off grand walk it. off grand slam and you miss it. Click. Yep, it's going off. It's going okay. off. All right, let's get out of here. Oh God, I don't even know why you threw that out into the. Because it's going to happen. But it's going. I said that about Matt Carpenter. Remember last time Mason- I said that about Matt Carpenter. Well, now it won't be Matt Carpenter. It'll be Brandon Crawford. Uh, game one, find, they, they game, do both. Game twenty-five lineup: Matt Carp- Crawford's leading off, and Carpenter's hitting second. Well, I must no, no. Remember, Matt Carpenter can only bat lead off. Oh, that's right. Flip him, Carpenter, then Crawford. There we go. All right, all right. Let's, let's get out of here. here. Thank you guys again so much for everything. You're the best. We are so happy to be back. We apologize. We already got into that. We don't need to continue that. Um, hit that subscribe <laughs> button you? on YouTube, and we will talk to you soon. Go Cards.